Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Are we starting Merloni, Fourier, and Mega? <laughs> this was the old Razor intro in uh, no Progression Keith. Oh, in the good old days. This was his music until they co-opted it. This is uh, Greta Van Fleet, correct? Yes. Oh, great music. I knew this guy has great taste. He's got great taste in hockey. He's got great taste in music. And he's got great taste in radio stations and appearance times. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, local hockey celebrity and analyst extraordinaire, former Boston Bruins goaltender and occasional morning show co-host here at WEEI. It's Andrew Raycroft. Raycroft is brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow, by D'Angelo Grilled Sandwiches. For a limited time, get 20% off your order using code 2020. And by Brennan's Smoke Shop, the very best smoke shop in Massachusetts and now in New Hampshire. Brennan's, after 30 years, expanding into tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. Razor joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. His appearance is over at the tail end of all of those reads promoting his appearance. Good morning, Mr. Raycroft. How are you today, sir? I'm wonderful. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, did you have a good holiday, sir? Yeah, excellent. How about you guys? Everyone behaved and, and didn't gain 28 pounds? Uh, I make no promises. I make yeah. no promises. That's what New Year's Day and resolutions are for. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Crank the gym membership. <laughs> exactly. I gotta, I gotta get a good sweat in someplace, and uh, I also need a slight refresher from all of the Patriots talk that Andy and I are used to here on the station and on our podcast, Razor. And it's nice to actually talk about a team that is out in front, a team that is that is redefining its identity in a positive capacity, a team with energy and a big, bright future um before i get into last night's win in jersey a nice 3-1 win with those two third period goals i just want to ask you as a goaltender have you seen a performance like cam talbot's the other night in ottawa had i have 49 saves and how many did he face in the i think it was like 26 alone in the third period uh in just a you know a probably long-term forgettable regular season game that has to be one of the most memorable performances on record it, it was impressive, and and he caught a heater there in the third period. Twenty seven shots from the Bruins, then overtime, then the shootout as well. He didn't give any up then. Right. So uh, it was, yeah, it, it was it was very impressive to come off of the holiday weekend and be able to put something like that together from from Cam Talbot. So the the Bruins certainly, you know, I don't know if they had their best the first couple periods, but they deserve better in the third, no question. And what did you think about the bounce-back effort last night in Jersey? Tied 1-1 going into the third, then Berge strikes, uh, turns the tables for them. Uh, 
pretty solid effort, and uh, Linus Elmark, once again, rock solid in net. Well, Linus was amazing in the first period uh, and really kept their head above water. Too many breakaways from the Bruins the last two games. Jeremy Swayman had to make a few as well in Ottawa yeah. early in the first. But, but no, it was an impressive win yesterday, and the fact that, that that's a tough schedule to come out, having to fly both days, having to play on the days, uh, back-to-back and just grinding through it. So for them to find a way, and I thought they did a good job defensively, um, just parking the bus a little bit and being conservative. And when they you know, when they can get away with playing that way and still having guys chip in and Patrice scoring a big tip goal, the power play wasn't that good. But, they, again, they found a way through all of those things, and, and that's what just makes this team so, so impressive and, and so good. Because those two win, two games basically are like, just get them off the schedule. Let's get these two games off the schedule, win or lose, get them out of here. So now we're, we're, we're too closer to the end, and, and to get three points out of them was, was solid. Razor, as negative media, we tend to say, oh, you know, what could derail the Bruins, or what do they need to be better at? I feel like everybody's always asking you those things. How about we just ask the low-hanging fruit simple question? As a hockey analyst, what's the most impressive aspect of the Boston Bruins right now? The most impressive is the, their ability to to play different ways, like the game last night, different than a high-flying game that they locked it down. Their discipline to play that way uh, or whatever, play the way that it takes to win. And, and I think we even saw that in Ottawa the other day. They didn't win, but, but they had 27 shots in the third, and, and they didn't do it with complete razzle-dazzle. They just kind of put their heads down and, and got pucks in and, and outworked the other team. So, for me, it's the, the, the two biggest things are their ability to play all different ways in, in a disciplined matter and their depth. And, and that's what allows them to play that way. So I'm not sure what comes first, but, but their depth, their ability to roll over four lines, the way Nosek, Felino, Greer, Smith have played on the fourth line, Taylor Hall and Charlie Coyle and Frederick on the third. I mean, that is such a tough matchup for any team in the NHL to match up against. And we're not even talking about the top six. So it's an impressive group of forwards, and not to mention the best goalie in the league and then two of the top defense in the league, too. It's well-balanced. Andrew Razor Raycroft joins us here on the Midday Show, Thursdays at 11 a.m. on the Harbor One Hotline. Okay, well, let me flip the script on that. What is your biggest concern, even though the Bruins are dominating the NHL, the hottest start they've gotten off to in franchise history? What is your biggest concern? I know last night there was some sloppy puck handling by pasta you said the night before some breakaways and some fast breaks that uh the swayman had to get in get in the way of that was a tough night for him between the pipes what's your biggest concern about the team right now well i think the the, the two things I, they they're focusing on and need to continue to get better and this is all just we're looking all the way ahead into playoff time right like there's nothing's concerning the next couple months what you're looking now okay how does how does the game change come playoff time and, and First and foremost, it's five-on-five scoring. So the Bruins need to continue to do a better job of finding high-danger opportunities five-on-five. Their power play hasn't been good the last week and a half, but prior to that, it was bailing them out in certain games. You're not going to get as many power plays in the playoffs. And so so they need to continue that five-on-five, holding on to pucks, but then finding the high-danger opportunities, being able to create a little bit more. Even that tip last night from Bergeron, more goals like that, five-on-five at the end of the season is going to drag you through playoff series and then getting puck out of the zone. Their breakouts need to continue to be cleaner. It needs to be 
I, I still feel like they're thinking at times, which is causing some of these mm-hmm. giveaways still not all on the same page. And, and that's going to be a work in order here the next couple months where they just go back and they know they all know exactly where the puck's going and, and how to seamlessly get out of the zone. I know off-ice issues derailed his coaching career the first time, but is Jim Montgomery different now? We all often talk about coaches in their second uh, go-round in the head job. Aside from the personal issues that he took care of, is he is he a different coach now? Like, what is he doing to push all the right buttons? Well, he's talked about how he's a little different in 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 a couple ways in positivity, and we certainly know that is one thing that this group was desiring after the last couple years behind the bench is, is that positivity that that extra you know make a bad play no big deal make a play no no you don't need to be yelled at you don't need to be told you know it and, and let's move on and get better from it and then and he also talked about just because of his personal struggles and what he went through he has a little more empathy for for the personal side of things and i think when players feel like they're cared for and you can get, I mean, we've, we've been yelled at since we were four years old. That's never an issue for hockey players. We, we understand that we're, we can handle the yelling. It's when you're getting yelled at, but you also feel like the coach doesn't care uh, what's going on at home or what's going on on the ice or the slump you're in. But when you get that and, and you can really be coached, you, you really open up the door to, to, to tell you what you need to have done if you feel like he's going to do what's best for you and the team. And I think he's done a great job with that. He's always been a winner, but it seems as though he, because of what he's gone through, he has a better understanding of, of the off-ice, the, the personal side of things for the players. The Razor, Andrew Raycroft, joins us here midday's Thursday on WEEI via the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, in just a little while, Razor, we're going to do our 10 biggest storylines in Boston sports in 2022. Bruins-wise, uh, just take a guess as to how many storylines you think, or just offer up how many different Bruins storylines you think would make that top 10, and what would you say was probably the biggest Bruins storyline for the Boston mm. sports scene this past year? Well, so I'll put, I'll put Bergeron and Krejci together. Those two guys signing again was, was a big story. I think that having them up in the air for a little while caused that. Uh, Cassidy getting fired was, was a Really big story, more so for the timing of it. it. It came out of nowhere, so that that caused a lot of drama. Um, I'm assuming Mitch Miller would be in there, unfortunately. Um, and then uh, just the run that they've been on the last three months, being the best team and being unbeaten at home. So I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're not pounding four Bruins stories in the top ten, but I would say those <laughs> are the four top ones. Um, from, from the Bruins' point of view. So let's say the first two that I mentioned in the top ten. Okay, I just want to – I'm not going to go complete spoiler because we're going to do the bit starting at 12 until one thirty. but you got two honorable mentions and a top tenner in there. Nice job. Okay, there you go. Not bad. Three out of four. Yeah. Not bad. Not so bad. So let's revisit the firing because you said came out of nowhere. And, and it did – so revisionist history would be like, oh, yeah, obviously. What a great move. Like, the, the <laughs> players have responded to it. What did you think was going to happen at the time? What was your uh, prediction of how it would play out? Well, I, th- I thought it was on the table, uh, and, and there was zero info inside from that. But once two weeks passed, three weeks passed of the season, I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're going to they're gonna run it back. Whatever is going on, they've, they've kind of sorted out with the DeBrusks and, and the other players in the world that, that weren't completely pumped. So, 
that's what was the biggest surprising factor for me is just the fact that it, they they took that long to deliberate and think about it and talk about it and and obviously those conversations led them to that so um the revisionist history is i, I felt like they needed to change and only because six years in the national hockey league listening to the same voice it is a lot there hasn't been a lot of player turnover so when there's not a lot of player turnover and no coach turnover it just gets stale so I felt like it would have. It was okay. It, it wasn't a negative thing. It doesn't mean Bruce Cassidy was a bad coach, and and obviously it, it's worked out really well because they were able to get Jim Montgomery. They could have they could have picked the wrong coach, but but they were lucky enough and they did enough due diligence to know that this was the and it's it's the rest is history now. This is what we do because it's this time of year as well. We'll wrap up with this one, Andrew. Uh, so, New Year's resolution time. You get to pick a New Year's resolution for the Boston Bruins as they try to make their way back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're pretty comfortable with them making the playoffs, I think, at this point. And hopefully the finals where they have some unfinished business left on the ice. So, a New Year's resolution or two for the Bruins heading into 2023. Well, first and foremost is health and happiness. If they can continue to dodge bullets, and, and there's going to be a couple nicks and things down the stretch, but no major injuries. That's first and foremost. And then it's so, that's such a tough question with this group now because they're they're really good and they're really there's nothing that you're is glaring that they really need. But what they're going to need for a long playoff run is one or two more forwards, one or two more defensemen that can really play, that can really chip in, that can really fit in with this group and understand that they're NHLers, they're a big part of a Stanley Cup winning crew, but they're not going to play every night. And that's going to be the challenge for Don Sweeney and the organization to find those guys out in the league that are here, but to really take a step back from whatever role they've been playing already. So those are my two, health and happiness and, and lots of depth. Because they, if you're going to play four rounds of playoffs, you're going to need it. And maybe, yeah, and maybe they could actually sign their own guy like uh, David Pasternak. Oh, yeah, that guy too. Yeah, I, 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 I think I've put that back in the back of my head where I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just going to let this thing ride and, and hopefully be pleasantly surprised one morning when, when he's got an eight-year, you know, $90 million contract in the bank. Yeah, it's worked out well with the Red Sox to let it ride. Have you heard of that Xander <laughs> Bogarts guy? Um, Razor, well, bef- I haven't heard. <laughs> Before we let you go, uh, we have a texter that wants to remind us as fill-ins that you have a certain shtick on this show when you're here with the regulars. Uh, so the 603 says, don't forget to ask Razor who goes in the tickle trunk, please. So who's in the tickle trunk? I'm going to put, I'm going to go with Brad Marchand. I think Brad Marchand is is close to really breaking out. He hasn't really hit his five-on-five scoring stride. He's incredible on the power play and his ability to find vision. But I think he's getting closer to getting back to those edge work, that grinding the puck out of the corner. And whenever he gets going here, when he gets one or two, he's really going to go on a heater. So I'm going to motivate him by putting him in that typical trunk, and and I'm going to take a lot of credit for it in the next 10 days when when he really takes off. Perfect. So, Marshy's in the tickle trunk. Let's sign pasta. Maybe a couple of forwards next year, and good health and happiness to all. What a what a great note. What a what an opposite of the way Boston sports dialogue has been going. Kind of call to bring to the show at the tail end of the year. Razor, thank you so much. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew Raycroft, where he cheers for his Bruins, analyzes hockey like no other in town, and of course Thursdays at eleven o'clock here on the midday show. Uh, have a great rest of your year, brother. Happy New Year to you and yours, and we will talk to you soon. Yeah, happy New Year, guys. Health and happiness, like I said, for for you and your families. And enjoy the classic. 
Oh, that's right. They... Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, we hope like today would be awesome. Yeah, and uh, Razor's going to be with Gresh and Company uh, from 10 to 2, I believe, on January 2nd in advance of the Winter Classic at Fenway. Of course, you're going to watch that with the volume down and listen to Fitzy and Hart on the afternoon show. Of course, that's how it's going to Oh, yeah, I'll have it on in the studio, 100%. <laughs> oh, I like ending interviews on a good laugh. Razor, take care of yourself, brother. Be good, man. Yeah, take care, guys. Razor Raycroft is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. I like how Andy Hart had to laugh over both of them. You caught me on that one. You you got me there. <laughs> See, every now and again, by yep. D'Angelo's Grilled Sandwiches, by Brennan's Smoke Shop, and, of course, he was on the Harbor One Hotline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.